Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Ma, you there? Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? Good. Were you asking me earlier? Could you see me get on hot online? Uh, yeah. I guess you left because you couldn't speak. Yeah. I was still driving. I'm almost home. But yeah, I was. Yeah. I was trying that because it was too hard to dial in the number when you're on the road. Well, that's Anybody cool. How's your day, then? Oh, uh, pretty long. Haven't eaten in 
since I left home this morning. That's not even fun. But it, was, it was really productive, though, for once. <laughs> Said you're headed up to out of town tomorrow? Um, yeah, just for the day. I won't be gone long. I'll be back to uh, pick up my kid. Okay. So I'll just pretty much be indisposed of for most of the day. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going to still do this tonight. I didn't see anything posted on... uh... I can. I know you. I know you said something a few days ago, but I didn't see anything recent. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm gonna still do this tonight or not either. I'm gonna wait a couple more minutes, see if anyone else shows up. Huh. What's Sean doing? I don't know. I tried texting him, you know, when I was putting my kid to bed and. <laughs> I ain't hear back from him. I was like, hey man, you still gonna be on the show tonight? Oh really? You didn't hear nothing? Was he planning anything? Was he gonna participate? Was he gonna participate? Uh, I thought he was. He told me to uh, set up the show. Really? That's not good. Do you ever think of something to talk about? Mm, no, nah, I was just going to ask anybody. Yeah. You know, if anybody wanted to speak about something or wanted to hear about a particular topic. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to come up with stuff to talk about all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it it's like here. just give me a subject matter. I can basically talk about anything. What you doing tomorrow? You gonna have a long day tomorrow too? Uh, Thursday. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna work. Uh, work a long day tomorrow because I'm not gonna. I'm finally getting internet put in at my home. Yeah, and uh, so it's gonna be Friday morning, and then I get the kids in the afternoon. So. Yep. Another short week. <laughs> right. Hey, Bob from Colorado, do you have a Anything that you'd like to hear about this evening? Um, no, not really. I was just calling in to see how you guys are doing. Well, I'm doing pretty that's good. Doing? I'm doing all right. I've been around for a while. One of the old timers. Yeah, how's life up there in Colorado? Is it cold for y'all? 
It was nice today, but it has been pretty cold. We're like, got up to 60 today. So. Well, that's not too bad for How you guys been? Yeah. How you guys been? Is this the first time you guys have started up another call since uh, that stuff happened? Um, no, we had, we probably had one more call, I think. Uh, oh. I think we had a call about three weeks ago. I just seen, I seen the post on uh, Facebook, so I decided to call in. Well, we appreciate your support and you being out here. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being here. I wish there was more like you, more like all of us. But I think people are starting to wake up. Not enough, but a lot of people are waking up. Well, no, man. Even the people that are awake can't, you know, stop from fighting with each other. I know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny really it, it always happens though you know ego or something I don't know what it is but these guys always end up in a pissing contest right you guys yeah, have any cases know. going on um yeah, I mean, I got a few things going on, but more you or less, like, you don't usually talk. You don't usually talk about cases you got going. Uh, yeah, yeah, not usually. So if you have a question or something, you know, I really don't. I'm good. Um, my, I mean, there's always more to learn. I'm always learning. I'm on a lot of calls. Um, one thing I was thinking about doing was getting my uh, getting a passport. I yeah, know, I don't know how much how much it's going to help, but I've I've heard a lot of people say it's good to get one anyways. You know that passport I'm talking about. Well, what do you mean by getting a passport? Like, what are you trying to get it for? Uh, as a form of ID and to um, basically make you into American national status. That's that's a uh, did, John. Did you end up getting that video I was trying to send you? Mm, you know what? It's probably on my Facebook, but I haven't watched it all. Dealing with that... my kids, like uh, it was actually kind of funny, man. Um, you know, like, uh, my kid got sick over the summer and they went to the doctors and the insurance company's not, not paying out like they should. And, and at first the, um, the hospital wasn't billing the right insurance company. And I called them like, uh, probably three weeks ago and got everything worked out, got everybody in communication and then they just sent me a huge bill uh probably last week before thanksgiving i think i got it last tuesday and i was dealing with that all day and and the insurance company was fine <laughs> you know but when i called up the hospital the girl who answered over at the hospital was just being really rude and as soon as um i told her i was like you know you should talk with the insurance company <laughs> and i was like i'm giving you my express consent because that's what the insurance company said i had to do and she's like well yeah. why do we need to talk to the insurance company well to get your money <laughs> <laughs> i'm not just gonna come out of it with pocket you know <laughs> and <laughs> she was like okay bob did you leave 
Uh, maybe he just can't talk right now. It looks like no, he's still I, watching. I just, I just muted out while you guys were talking. <laughs> That's fine, man. I, I'll get back to the passport thing in just a second. But um, so anyways, I was talking to her. And I was like, uh, you know, I wish for you to deal with the insurance company. And apparently, like, whenever I give my express consent for them to talk with one another, it only lasts for 48 hours. And so she said that it would end on Friday at 6 o'clock or whatever. And I told her I'd call her back on Monday. And if they haven't done anything, you know, I'd I'd call the insurance company again and ask them to to do the same thing and call them back. And she was getting real rude and snooty with me. And all I said was, look, if if it's not taken care of by Monday, and then I call them and it goes another 48 hours, I was like, on Wednesday evening, I will make my best good faith offer to you. <laughs> and as soon as I said that, she was like, oh, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do for you to get this bill down. <laughs> And she was being really nice after that. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, Bob, I wasn't trying to change the subject. The reason I brought that video up is because it's it's a funny coincidence that you bring that up because that video I watched this morning, I think it was uh, talking about the same thing. I think this guy was trying to explain how to get a new passport even if you already had one. Um, what what yeah. video was that? Did you put it on uh, on the Facebook page? No, actually I didn't. I did because there were some things in there. I it kind of made sense, and there's some other things I wasn't really sure of. So that's why I was kind of reached out to John and kind of wanted him to look over it to see what what he might have agreed with, what he doesn't. Um. But it was really interesting. But yeah, like this, basically the same. He was saying the same thing that you could get a a different type of passport that would you could use it as ID, even as you know you get pulled over, use it as an ID, and they'll leave you alone. He was said he was, he was buying handguns with it, right? Like can carry concealed carry everywhere. I don't know. Right. Was was in was the video on YouTube? Yeah. Was it something like how to get on the do not de- uh, do not detain yeah. list or something like that? Yeah, yeah I, I think it was. I probably watched the same one. That goes back to the uh, there's a website called Copper Moonshine Stills, and mm-hmm. that that guy's been around pretty for quite a long time, but he says that things have changed now because before we were sending a, uh, I don't know if it's the right word to use, but affidavit in with it to the Secretary of State. And now I was just getting, I've done the affidavit. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Roger Roger Sales, Sovereign to Surf. He wrote the book. Um, He he basically says the same thing. And um, there's an affidavit that you send in and goes to the Secretary of State. And um, but what caught my attention on that new video was there's, he was saying now, if you send in an affidavit with your passport application, they automatically deny it. And if you don't put your Social Security number on the passport application, they automatically deny it too. So. Basically, where he's saying to do it now is anywhere it asks if you're a U.S. citizen, you just put no. And if it asks if your mother was a U.S. citizen, you put no, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that. And, um, I mean, I kind of looked up on the government websites. I was going through the – because there's a status called non-citizen national. And so I I looked up how to get a uh, how to get a certificate of non-citizen national, and it, it was a long read. But in there it said they don't have a certificate of 
non um, non citizen national um, because it's too much paperwork and you know with the fraud protection and all that. So they said the way they do it is through the passport, and so that that's right on the government website. Hmm. That makes a little more I've, sense. I've heard the, of- the the thing that I didn't really agree with was he was saying. Yeah, obviously you're not a U.S. citizen, but he's, he was kind of claiming to be a state citizen, which I don't know why you'd want to do that either. Yeah, any kind of citizen scares me. That <laughs> sounds like animal rights stuff, you know. Which, yeah, well, I don't I mean, know. Basically, basically, you just want to stay out of being any person, period. I mean, besides the the present natural body, um, you know, you wish to stay out of any type of representation of persons, whether it's a national citizen, state citizen, um, you know, uh, like a national, like a national, like United States national without being a citizen, um, because, or or like a state national, because that's, and this is something that Matt and I were talking about earlier, you know, after the uh, Civil War, when the federal government conquered the states, basically, it it really took away the uh, states' rights versus federal rights argument, you know, which one was the controlling sovereign, because obviously the federal government winning the war kind of established that they were the acting sovereign. Right, right. And I, I know you're like staying out of jurisdiction. Um, I've listened to you guys a lot. Um, I guess as long as you guys have been around, um, that you got to be real careful with your words and, you know, like in the courtroom and all that stuff. And I, I like that approach. I mean, I, I listened to Carl Lynch for years also. I like what you know, keeping it simple and and not having to learn a bunch of codes and statutes and all those kind of things. And I know the minute you do start using them, you're you just gave them jurisdiction. So I like the the more simple approach. But from what I understand about this passport, like what we're doing, like if we go into the courtroom and try to stand our ground, we're basically fighting from the bottom up, whereas when you go in with the, um, the passport application, you basically chop the head off the snake because it goes straight to Washington, D.C., and it filters down from there. It's like uh, going right to the head, the head honcho rather than fighting with all these corrupt courts and corrupt, you know, you're you're beating your head against the wall every step of the way. Well, I mean, personally, um, I don't know how, you know, it's coming across, but it's like what I kind of feel like you're saying is, I don't know if you've ever seen that video on YouTube about uh, fire your representative and reclaim your rights. Uh, Doesn't ring a bell. Is it one you did or just uh, yeah, somebody it's, else? Yeah, it's one that I did. I have a bunch of your videos saved that I haven't listened to, but I listened to a lot of them already. Yeah. But I'll check that one. What was the yeah, name of it again? A, it's a video called um, Fire Your Representative and Reclaim Your Rights. Okay. It's something like that, how to fire your representative and reclaim your rights. I'm just writing that down. So, because basically it's like, uh, and this is something that I suggest to everybody to do, but go ahead and, and uh, write to, you know, I think the biggest one is the attorney general. Some people like to write to the secretary of state as well. 
but basically just write to them and say, hey, I don't consent. You know, like the main reason I tell people to write to the attorney general is because the attorney general is the attorney for every legal representative. So if you write to the attorney general, he absolutely has the authority to tell legal representatives that you have fired them. And that way there's no confusion. You're talking about the United States Attorney General? Um, yeah, but I would also write the Attorney General of your state because most of the time, yeah. and this is where people kind of get convoluted, is like, you know, federal jurisdiction and state jurisdiction are two completely different things. A lot of people, you know, talk about using the federal constitution. The federal constitution was never meant for like the people living in a state. It was only meant for the people who were working in the federal government. And and it's kind of the same with their uh, laws and codes and statutes. Like, I, I think it is a good idea to write the Attorney General of the United States, but I think it's more important to write the uh, the Attorney General of the state that you live in, because that Attorney General, is, like, most of the time when people get into court actions, unless they're being pursued by the IRS, it's typically the state and not the federal government who's coming after them. Yeah. So you think it's a good idea to send it to both Secretary of State, the federal yeah, well, government I'm and the state? I think the only reason to send it to the Secretary of State is basically because the Secretary of State can't actually fire um, the representatives for you or on your behalf. So basically, like, when you write to the Secretary of State, it's more or less declaring that you're you're a foreign entity, you know, like, and you don't wish to move under their corporate status you know, the the social security number, the birth certificate, you know, the corporate status that they kind of assigned everybody. Because the Secretary of State deals with trade. And, you know, Secretary, like, secret, airy, I, I forgot, like, airy is like somebody who's abundant. And um, so, but it's, it's somebody who keeps all of the secrets for the state and they conduct all of the business um, for the state, you know, corporate and uh, interstate business, international business, like uh, in the Secretary of States for the states, it's basically interstate business, like business between the states. Obviously, the federal uh, Secretary of State conducts international business. Right. So the Attorney General is the one that's more as far as the legal system is concerned, jurisdictional issues and stuff like that? Well, the attorney general is, uh, you know, he's the legal representative or she, um, whoever the attorney general is, they are the legal representative of uh, your voting representation so like they're the legal representation of the governor if the governor would were to get sued the attorney general would be their attorney um if congress or like uh you know uh general assembly if a member of a general assembly were getting sued you know the attorney general would be their legal representation so because the attorney general's their legal representation and because he's their attorney you know you can tell the attorney general um whatever you could tell somebody else's attorney and you could serve them like you could serve somebody's attorney like you know if you're going after somebody and you know who their attorney is you can just have the attorney serve. Like if somebody's coming after you and they have an attorney and the attorney put in the paperwork to the court, you don't actually have to send everything 
that you put into the court to the individual suing you, you can just send it to their attorney and it's accepted as service. Right. Yeah, I get that. So you're basically doing this. Yeah, you're basically doing the same thing. You're just saying, hey, you're the representation for my legal representatives and I wish for you to fire them. Huh. Yeah, I'll watch that video for sure. I know there's a, weren't you guys talking, like if you do have a court appearance or whatever, you have to put in a notice of appearance, right? Uh, yeah, and, and actually, if you are on the chat board, Gus4 actually put the link to that video while Thank you, Gus, for. What? What was yeah. that? Oh, I was just saying, like, if you are on the computer, like, Gus, for put a link up to that video in the chat board. Oh, okay. So, and if you're not on the computer, you can go back and look at it. No, I am. I just stepped away from the computer for a minute. I have the chat board pulled up over there. So, but yeah, whenever you actually go into court, you always want to do a notice of appearance, and that will stop a lot of problems that they can pull if you don't do a notice of appearance. John, have you ever had anybody write the attorney general and get a response back, or do they just not typically respond? Um, you know, when I did it, I actually got a response back, and it was basically along the lines of, we can't give you legal advice. You might wish to seek an attorney. Um, we can't interpret this or that. And uh, And it was actually kind of funny because in in the document that they sent me back they said you know basically that the attorney general's job is to be the representation the legal representation of the um elected officials and i was like i i ended up taking that document that they sent me and i sent it back to them and i was like great so you guys definitely have the authority to tell these people they're fired you know like you definitely have the authority to do what i asked yeah. you to do you know, thank you for that, confirming though. that for me. You probably so, didn't get I, a response I, back to that. Huh? Yeah, well, I never heard from them again. But for instance, like whenever somebody asks me um, how they get out of paying IRS taxes, typically I tell them the first thing that I tell them to do is write the attorney general. And when I was actually helping Sean out, um, when I was reading all of the statutes that they had, you know, and the charges against them, there was one statute that really stuck out to me because basically the IRS works under the Secretary of State's office. And because of that, they have to go and ask um, because they only go after people civilly, you know, so they have to actually go and ask the Justice Department and um, the Attorney General's office whether whoever they're looking to go after is under a criminal investigation or, you know, basically like if, if there's some list that the attorney general has to where they don't wish for uh, the states, like the secretary of state's office to go after a particular individual, then, you know, like the secretary of state's office has to ask for that permission first. So, I'm guessing that your name kind of goes on a list, and if that comes up, they just tell the Secretary of State's office not to follow it up, because they don't have to give a reason as to why. Okay. 
I mean, basically, when it comes down to it, everybody who's who's gone ahead that I know of, who's gone ahead and written the attorney general first, has never been bothered by the IRS. You know, maybe they've gotten a letter for an assessment or something, but they've never uh, been summoned to court, been summoned to produce books and papers and records. And I would have to imagine that it has something to do with with the process. So, but yeah, Bob, getting back to your original thing about the passport, um, my best understanding, and of course I haven't done it, uh, but my best understanding is that you just don't put down that you're a U.S. citizen. Rather than trying to claim a state national or or something else, you just say that you're not a U.S. citizen. But I don't see where that's going to help you if you go to a state court. Well, they seem to think it it kind of puts a red flag on your name, like do not detain, do not detain, do not, oh, I don't know, don't even talk to you. Yeah, I, I don't know if that exists or not. Um, what I will say is that when you have like a local reputation, um, they tend to to kind of leave you alone like i've been um like i've had cops run up on my vehicle before like they were gonna pull me over and then they just pull off and i think that's more or less like a local reputation i will say that anybody that i've seen go through the entire court process and make it out on the other side still standing as man i've basically have never seen those people get get messed with again. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Like, I, I know one gentleman that I helped through a situation at the end of last year and beginning of this year and, uh, you know, he didn't get the entire outcome that he wished for from that situation. But I think he's been pulled over two or three times since then. And um, I know of at least two times that he's been pulled over. And he was really worried that the cops were going to search his car, search his vehicle. You know, one time he got pulled over um, coming back from out of state and he got pulled over like three in the morning by a state trooper and he was sure that, you know, they were going to rip through the car and, you know, just be punks about it. And they ended up just letting them go. Well, we need more of that. <clears throat> That's for sure. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if his name were kind of on a leave alone because even though he didn't get the desired outcome i'm sure that he cost the state a lot of money to get the little bit that they did out of them you know they pulled him into court like eight or nine times and dragged him through a trial And then they had to put up with him for a couple of months after that because he kept on being like, who's going to swear this order is true? He did what? He, he, he kept dragging them after that. He, he just kept on asking, who's going to swear this order is true? You know, I have a problem fulfilling this order. Just swear that it's true. <clears throat> There's this, this, and this discrepancy, you know, 
but I'm not an attorney. I don't know all of the qualifications for a lawful order, so just swear that it's true. Oh, I see. You see, it's like, I believe that you have to have this, this, and this, you know, but I'm not an attorney, so all you got to do is swear that this is a true and lawful order. And then it doesn't matter whether you have these qualifications or not, because I know you wouldn't lie under oath. But they do lie under oath, don't they? Uh, no, not typically. Yeah, there's this guy, Santa, that gets on a lot of the calls. You guys, and uh, he has a court case. Um, he talks about it all the time where um, they're allowed to lie to you. They're, well, the officer is allowed to lie to you. The prosecutor is most assuredly allowed to lie to you. Um, the judge is not allowed to lie to you. Oh. Like, like the judge can be very, very liable if they lie to you. So because the judge operates in law, the prosecutor, because the prosecutor is an attorney, and basically... Like, the prosecutor can do or say whatever they need to say or do to get their conviction to win. Um, and and that's not considered lying because the prosecutor isn't under oath or affirmation, okay? So And the prosecutor has no firsthand knowledge. So even if they were under oath or affirmation, because they don't have any firsthand knowledge, they can't testify to anything. Now, the officer, like the, the officer, is allowed to lie because an officer is a figment of the imagination. The man's not allowed to lie, and I have absolutely been in court and seen them in, in one case, like the same case, where uh, they allowed one officer to step up onto the stand as special agent, and the officer that they were going to throw under the bus they absolutely would not allow him to swear in as an officer. They made him swear in as his full name. Because they, like, if that case would have gone really far south, they would have thrown that guy under the bus quickly. But that, that cop that they would not let him swear in under an, as an officer, was he aware of what they were doing? Uh, yeah, he was pretty aware because you could see yeah. the way that he was reacting. He tried swearing in the same way that no, the okay. special agent tried swearing in, and they stopped him and made him say his full name, and he was just like, uh, uh, uh. No, oh, wow. That's, does the does the judge, just by the fact that they they took a vote, an oath of office, does that not, not like, put them under oath at all times? Um, what do you mean? I would just think that they would just be under under oath at I mean, all like, times. Like a, a police officer who takes an oath to get into office. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? Um, but their oath isn't to tell the truth. It's to uphold the Constitution. Oh. Uh, you know, the reason why a judge can't lie to you is because a judge has to function in law. It's like that thing that we're always talking about. It's an attorney at law. The attorney's at law because he's never going to be in the law. He's never going to find the law. The attorneys don't have to go by the law. The judge is in law, and this is why, like, when attorneys bring statutes, you know, statutes are at law, and they're really not law at all, their statutes, but when the attorney brings statutes, the judge can just say, nah, I don't believe that law applies, you know, because the judge is in law, and, and being in law is different than being at law.
when you're in law, you got, you know, probably a thousand years of case law to go to, to function as a ruling guide, which here in the past 100, 150 years, they've really been changing kind of quickly. Like a lot of places, like have you ever heard an attorney say that that law is no good because it's it's old case law? Yeah. So that's basically what they're trying to change it from is is a lot of the newer judges they they try and tell them that case law passed 1938 is not good law because in in 1937 when America went bankrupt all of the courts became administrative. And because they're administrative they rule on law differently. Which is why, like, uh, you know, if you follow Bill Thornton's website, 1215.org, you'll find a lot of case law saying that the people are sovereign leading up until the early 1900s, and then it kind of drops off. You don't really see it anymore. Yeah. So, but if if somebody really wants to understand the common law and how the common law works, I think it's much more advantageous to go and read case law, like just mountains and mountains of case law. And that's the only way I've found to really piece it together. I mean, it's kind of like Carl was talking about with the uh, Bush versus Gore, or Gore versus Bush, where they said just bring one man or one woman who said that their vote didn't count. And, of course, they didn't do that, and that goes right back to the common law principle of a man has the right to face his accuser. Unpack that a little more. Well, how did that, like how did the, that... when Gore took uh, Bush to the Supreme Court over the presidency, the Supreme Court basically said just bring one man or one woman who says that their vote didn't count because, you know, they had all these statistics, they had mountains and mountains of paperwork and data on what the voters were likely to do. And but they couldn't they couldn't pin it down to you switch this guy's vote from uh, Democrat to Republican, and because nobody could go into court and swear that their vote was switched, the Supreme Court threw it out. Oh okay, all right, that makes sense now. Because nobody could go into court and verify right. that their vote didn't count. There was an unverified yeah. claim on the record. Hmm. Which is pretty much like common law 101. You got any other questions, Bob? You got any questions, Matt? No. Um, no. No. Thank you. Bob, let us know when you get your passport and you do something crazy, how it, how it works out. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing anything crazy. All right. I guess I'm not going to be doing anything yeah. crazy. 
What's that? So you're going to leave it up to me to do the crazy thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll let you know. I guess you... I'll jump after you jump. (laughs) (laughs) You go first. (laughs) Well, anyways, I guess, um, you know, if there's nothing else to talk about, I'm just going to go ahead and and call it, and I'll be back here next week on the 5th if you want to come back, Mm -hmm. Bob. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll spread the word around. All right, man, well, I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. You guys have a good night. Keep it up. Yeah, don't don't get down. Keep it up. Keep, keep, Keep fighting the good fight. Well, I think that's all I can do. <laughs> yeah, well, once you do. Support enthusiasm. Well, good. So, well, I guess uh, y'all have a nice evening, and hopefully we'll see y'all next week. All right. Thanks, John. Take care, <laughs> Bob. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.